What is going on, y'all? It is another day, another dollar, and it's another episode of the Against the Grain podcast. I'm joined again by the usual suspects. My boy Drew to the left of me, my boy Brian to the right of me. You know they at, at Andrew Tamagno, at Delgado 24-8. And we're here again today to bring up some, you know, crucial topics in the days today. You know we come in first with the sports. You know we got the NBA Finals. We got to talk about it, especially as Laker fans. You see my boy with the shirt on. Yeah, you know yes how sir. we come in. So we got to talk about the Lakers versus the Heat. Miami and two. I'm just kidding. Stupid. <laughs> Number two, we're going to talk about something. I know a lot of the Caucasians, you know what I'm saying? People of my boy's pigment, you know, want to hear about. There's been a lot of confusion about white privilege. I'm going to break it down for you. He's today. white. We're going to break it down for you today. You know what I'm saying? We're going to keep Girl it simple. White. Okay, we don't call nobody white. Um, <laughs> uh, number three, we gonna talk about something that in our circle is discussed a lot, and it's music. So we're gonna talk about everybody's top five albums today. We're gonna break it down, get into it, uh, and talk about that. And to end it all, my favorite topic of the day, we gonna talk about sliding in the DMs. We gonna t- talk to the girls. I don't do that. And tell y'all how to slide in our DMs. And then I didn't talk to some people, you know what I'm saying? And figured out, guys, I got the blueprint. I got the blueprint on how to Spo- do this. Potential spoiler alert for my album. <laughs> I got the blueprint on how to slide in these DMs. And I'm about to drop it for you. I'm about to make it easy for you. So let's dive right into it. Let's get into the NBA Finals matchup. As Laker fans, we're going to talk about that off the top. So I'm going to head to my boy Drew first because I know he's got the strongest opinions on the Lakers. I need first. He's definitely got the strongest opinions. The first thing I need from you is the prediction. How many games, who you got winning? And then we'll break it down. Um, You're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I probably will be wrong. But I'm probably going to go Lakers, I mean, in six. Lakers in six? I feel like that's just everyone, like, for the safest bet just says, oh, their team's going to win in six. Like, that's okay. just the safest bet on yeah, ever. Yeah, I can see that. But I'm not, I can't go any bolder than that because they're both 12 and three. I just have no fucking clue. Exactly. All right, I Brian. Was, I have the same prediction, so yeah, I feel like I, everybody, everybody. I had the same prediction, too. And the reason the that prediction. I would say the biggest thing that scares me as a Laker fan about the Heat is the fact of how well they match up with the Lakers. I think at, you know, if we go position by position at point guard, Depending on who the Lakers started point guard, I don't know. who do you think they'll start a point guard? I think they're going to keep the same lineup. Danny Green's been horrible, but they have to keep the same lineup. Okay. It, it, but the thing is, is the Dwight Howard move permanent? You think of putting Dwight Howard in the starting lineup? Yeah, at center? I, I feel like that goes away now that that Jokic because it's going to be AD versus Bam. I feel like like all the time. I think Bam out of bio is, and I've been saying this for a while to everybody who would listen, I think Bam Adebayo is the perfect matchup for Anthony Davis. He's a scary He's a scary defender. That's what sure. I'm saying. He's 6'10". He's long. He's strong. He's mobile. You know, he's everything that you would say if I had to make a guy to defend he's, AD, it he's would be like, him. He's literally like a lower, ver- like just a, a step below Anthony Davis. Like yeah. He's be turning into an Anthony Davis type yeah, player. He doesn't level. have the offensive abilities. Yeah, but it's only his, what, third year but in the like, league? Yeah, he's, yeah. It's so his third year. He's, he's pretty much what Anthony Davis and defensively, I think he's he's sure. he's there. He's a he's a great defender. He's already was he all defense? I, I don't know. I don't think he was. I, no, I doubt he was. I don't think so. I doubt he was. But um, yeah, he's a guy that I think is going to give the Lakers problems straight up defensively. I don't think he's going to bring as much as he's been bringing to the table offensively. Yeah. But the scary thing about the Heat is, is they have guys like Tyler Hero. They have guys like Duncan Robinson. If you leave Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero open, we the Lakers will lose. Yes. But I think the Lakers have dealt with so many teams. Like, I mean, you look at the Lakers' first few rounds. You have mm-hmm. the Portland Trailblazers. Okay. 
Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum shoot from anywhere. Gary Trent Jr. was hitting shots of them, and then that was the perfect adjustment, and we were, like, worried because the Lakers did not guard the three well, but the Trailblazers just kind of fell apart because they weren't a good team. Then the Rock, then the Rock, the Lakers literally they had weren't to a good play. team. Wait, I thought they were the best A seed in the history. I of never A-C's. said that. I never said <laughs> that. Nobody knew what we were saying. I think so the biggest thing, bullshit. I think the biggest thing that people need to worry about when it comes to the Heat is that defense. If they get in that zone defense and the Lakers, the shoot Lakers the way they do. The Lakers have not seen a zone since like they played the Miami Heat earlier in the year. It was a rough first half. They played zone, but the the thing is. Eric uh, Frank Vogel, the Lakers, like in the second half, they came out. They broke the zone in like two minutes, and then they won the game by twenty. And man to man, I don't think the Heat stand any chance. There's I don't. No, I actually disagree with that. I think the Heat stand a better chance man to man than the Lakers do. Yes, because because I'll put it like this: you have a guy who Andre Iguodala. He's played in six straight finals. Just six straight finals. Yeah, he's not I know. I know. And we'll we'll talk about Fate it. He's not, he might start. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, is out of those six straight, five have been against LeBron. So okay. for me, knowing a guy that he got blocked. Yes, I know he got blocked. But the matchups. Well, Andre Iguodala has James. not been. The, he's not the same player. I'm the, I don't. He's not the same player. But he also hits. He hits big shots. He does what he's supposed to do. And fate you're forgetting. Yo, with and the fate of the universe online. <laughs> and you're forgetting Andre about one Iguodala. one big thing. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler did not have a good Eastern Conference Finals. Can we all agree on that? I don't. Yeah, he's I agree on that. In the Eastern Conference he wasn't. Finals, he wasn't. But Bam he didn't need is, to be. Bam was banged up, and yeah, he said it himself. He played like trash in Game Five. The Celtics showed so many spurts of what they could be, which is I thought, which I thought the Celtics were going to win. Now but they just gonna. didn't show it the whole time. They They're had such away. bad halves. It just killed them in games. They've been yeah. years away. They've been a year They've away. Been a year years. away for a while. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with you saying that because last what is Jason Tatum's third year? Yeah. And is what? Jalen Brown's fourth? Yeah. So to say that they're a year away, I don't think that's a big thing uh, to but say. You bring in guys like Kyrie Irving. And you had yeah, and that was, you bring I mean, in that's guys bad. like Gordon. You had Gordon Hayward, Kyrie with Tatum and all those guys. That was a big deal. That was supposed to uh, Gordon Hayward obviously de- de- kind of derailed the season. Well, I mean, he And kinda, Kyrie Irving getting injured before the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. The Celtics, they've had, they've had things they, happen to them. Each way. Each year, though, they're a year away. Even I don't care. They're not the only two guys on the fucking team. The other, but the two best guys to me, right? I think Kemba yeah, was I very disappointing. Kemba Walker he disappeared was, at times a lot. Uh, Kem, I really kind of wish I pl- the, obviously the narrative driven reason the Lakers versus Celtics would have been cool, but Daniel Tice isn't guarding Anthony Davis. No, Daniel yeah, that was Brown is not guarding LeBron James. Yeah, Jason that, that's Tatum's what I'm saying. That's why I'm glad it's the Heat. The Lakers would have definitely had a much easier time with the Boston Celtics. Yeah. All right, so we're all in agreement that the Lakers are going to win. In the six. Lakers are going to win in six. We'll revisit we revisit can, this probably can, halfway yeah. through the finals and talk about it again and see how it's going. But we don't want to spend too much time on it. You know how we feel. You know how we. You know we're rocking with it. So, segueing from that, we're going to get right into the second topic. This is a big topic. That I felt like really needed to be discussed, especially with you know the presidential debates are tonight. It's Tuesday. Hmm. Um, this will be up on Wednesday, but the presidential debates are tonight. Who do you think has a stroke? Um, so, yeah, they both hold his <laughs> Old men out there. On yeah, the but uh, so we wanted to dive into one thing and talk about one thing, and that's white privilege. Because I feel like, like in America now, <laughs> in America now, I feel like it's really like confusing on what white privilege is and like. The, the differentiator of like what it is with like people are just confused about what it is so I'm gonna ask both of y'all what do you think it is and I'm, then I'm gonna ask Drew what he thinks it is and then I'll give kind of my you know breakdown of what my opinion on what it is go ahead B why do I gotta go first you want me to go first no I want Andrew to go no, first no I, I feel like I have to go last year yeah, right, yeah. You go first. no you go second yeah. no okay you go first okay I'll go first okay so for me 
Um, as somebody who's, you know, obviously I've been black my whole he's life. He's not white. <laughs> nah. Uh, white privilege for me, I think, is very confused because a lot of people think that if I say that Andrew has white privilege, I'm saying that Andrew has lived a perfect life. Like, nothing's happened to Andrew in his life. He's had nothing bad happen to him in his life, and he's just at this supreme advantage, and nothing's ever happened to him. And he's never had any struggles or hardships or gone through anything in his life. And... I just want to sit here and be the first one to say that that's not true. Another thing about white privilege people say is like, you know, that it's almost like I'm mad at Andrew for, you know, things that his ancestors or other people's ancestors, white ancestors in general have done. That's also something that's not true about white privilege. White privilege is this, right? The country was put together in 1776, right? Um, At that time, my ancestors were slaves. So let me ask you this. If we're putting together a constitution, right, and you don't look at me as human and you don't see me as being a part of your establishment, a part of your your people, a part of the people that you're fighting for, then when you put that constitution, you put that government together, I wasn't in your mindset. So everything that you're putting in there has you're not thinking about me. You're not thinking about what's best for me. You're not thinking about the think about what's best for for them for them. So you do that for 400 years. You do that for a long time where you're just thinking about one group of people, right? So this is where I'll never be mad at a white person for the doings of their ancestors. I'll never be mad at anybody for that. But what I will be upset with is if you try to ignore the doings of your ancestors. Now, if you sit here and be like, hey, I get that your group of people was oppressed for 400 years and that might have been a setback for you that might have put you at a disadvantage then that's that's respect and that's what he's shown me is that he has enough respect for me to be able to say that and so i think that's the difference between you know what people think white privilege is and what people what in reality it is it isn't saying that you've never been through anything it's saying you've never been been through anything necessarily for the color of your skin like, there's certain things he doesn't have to worry about that I have to worry about. And, like, we've had that conversation before. He knows it. He'll tell me if I'm going out to do something to be careful, yeah. extra careful, because he knows that. Because, yeah, white privilege is a, it's a real, it's a real, real thing. It's like an example. Like, if he if he goes out to a store and wears a mask, and let's say he's hanging out in the back of the store, nobody's going to think twice about Andrew doing anything. But if Kobe does it, or let's say somebody that's of different color or anything then even you it's like yeah i know it's like people are looking at you funny or something and for him it might just be like oh he's you know he's a teenager he's like an adolescent it's not a problem but for him it might be oh he's trying to do something (laughs) 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 i was like teenager (laughs) (laughs) but uh, no i get what you're saying brian and like that's what i wanted to sit down and break down is like I feel like there's been a lot of confusion about truly what white privilege is and like nobody's trying to attack you and like blame you for being white like there's nothing wrong with being white but there is something wrong with ignoring the fact that because you are white you are at advantage just like being a white male just like us being males puts us at advantage over women like we're naive to think that that's not true I mean yeah isn't the majority of like of like people in the United States, like white males, that's like the yeah, dominant. Yeah, and it's been like that. It's been like that. And so long. when you're, you're you're building rules and you're building a government, especially at that time where literally the only power you couldn't own land if you weren't a white male, like literally you had and land was everything. So if you couldn't even do that if you weren't a white male, that should tell you who the power the the group was making all the decisions. So white privilege isn't something that 
is meant to make a group of people feel bad. It's not meant to make white people feel like, oh, you're, you guys are terrible. It's not an attack. It's just bringing you to reality. Reality is you had a head start. It, and it's not your fault that you had a head start. Nobody's saying it's your fault that you had a head start. Like, there's nothing, like, it happened. It was, it's history. It's in the past. But now, don't sit You have here. to realize and yeah. accept that that actually happened and that, that that's actually happening now. Exactly. And now you, you have like to accept that, happen. you know, it's not just, you know, pick yourself up by your bootstraps and it's that easy to just overcome hundreds of years of oppression because that's what it is it's oppression people being oppressed people not being having the same resources and so if you look at that and then from sitting right there it explains a lot of things such as black on black crime which is not a real thing like if andrew goes and kills another white person it's not white on white crime it's crime crime is crime crime is crime is crime and crime is about location right so let's say let's take Brea, which is where we are, for example, right? So Brea has a, a large population of white people, white right? and Asian, white and Asian people, right? So if white people commit crimes, since there's a higher population of white people, it's probably going to be against other white people. That's just math. That's just averages. That's just probability. Um, so if you go to a black neighborhood, right? And there's black people there and it's a neighborhood majority of black people and they go to commit a crime. It's probably going to be against other black people. That doesn't make it black on black crime. That doesn't make it white on white. It's crime. Crime is you're going to you're not going to drive to if you're in Long Beach, you're not going to drive to Brea to commit a crime. Usually like you commit crimes in your neighborhood. That's how crime works. So black on black crime does doesn't make sense to me and it doesn't make sense at all. But we did want to touch on that. And if you guys have anything to say, go ahead and say that. But I just wanted to make it clear because I know a lot of white people are like feel attacked when you say like white privilege because they might have gone through something in their life. Yeah. Like it just that I've kind of experienced. It's kind of hard to talk about. It's kind of hard to like, like really point out like what white privilege is because my whole life's probably like white, like probably a lot of little things that happened to me. Exactly. It probably is. I experience a lot of white privilege that I don't even realize, you don't realize is it. white privilege that other people of color maybe not would be able to have. Like some luxuries that would be able to have. Like it's it's really hard to like like process. Yeah, like it's, that it's not is. something that's easy to sit there and like pinpoint. Yeah. Well, this happened. This happened. This happened. But see, you you've realized enough to know that. I don't need to sit there and pinpoint everything that's happened. I just know that it's probably certain things that matter. Yeah. And so I think that's what more people need to do. And like, understand that it's not an attack on you. It's not an attack on you being white. Like, Oh, I, I don't take it as a defense. Cause it's completely fucking true. It's that's like, what I'm I saying. know. I know it's true. Like you have white privilege. Like I'm, I, I'm the privileged white person. Exactly. I live in Brea, which is extremely, well, it's a, it's a nice enough area. Exactly. You know? like, and so privileged person. Exactly. And you know that, you know, it's, it's came not, and it's not to also, it's not to take away hard, work like it's not saying that because you're white you didn't work you don't hard have for, to work hard to yeah it's not it's not saying that at all it's just saying that you have extra, you didn't deal with certain factors you got a head start <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying that other people right out and, it, and it might have not been a head start for you personally in terms of like your family maybe didn't but as a white male living Day to day, you have a head start, yeah, and that's all that it is. You and have like an edge. You have a have societal, societal edge, and you have to look at it like this. Like, let's sit here and and say this, right? When we were in school and we were in class, right, and we opened history books and we looked at things, there was a unit for African history, right? Uh huh. 
There was just like a I unit. I think I know what you're... Oh, yeah. Like one unit. I'm just saying. There's yeah. one unit for African history. And, you know, slaves are kind of touched upon. But, yeah. you know... It's very minimal what they talk about. Exactly. But, you know, when stuff. it comes to, you know, white history, that's... The, they the whole, got everything. The whole history book's about white. About exactly. White people. And so, you know, J. Cole had a line to say, you know, when they write in history, they white out their mistakes, you know, because like you're if you're in control of history, you can say what you want to focus on. If you, you obviously if you did something wrong, you definitely don't want to write a book about all the things you did wrong. Like nobody wants to make them their people or themselves look bad. So when you have that, you have minimal history being learned about. And so when you have black kids in schools. I'm sitting in school. I probably in my life in high school probably had like four units of black history. Genuinely, like where it was like actually about they black like people. Touch on it and then flip the page. It's like a yeah, it's, it's a unit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what like, I thought you were gonna bring up when you brought about like the textbook thing. There was like a meme going around on Twitter the other day. It was the like, Pharaoh. Yeah, like the Pharaoh is <laughs> like this white guy with blue eyes. It's fucking dying. Isn't your, I'm like, isn't Egypt in fucking Africa? Like what? Yeah, and that's that, that's what I'm saying. And, but that's how some history books genuinely oh. are. It was a meme, but like. That's how some history books are. Like, they try to, like, really sugarcoat certain stuff. Like, ah, uh, you know, like Thanksgiving, for example. Thanksgiving's like, awful. Like, yeah, they try to act like Like the Indians was, and, like, the pilgrims, like, got together. Like, they were just like, best nah, friends. Like, that's not think, true. I don't think it was like that. <laughs> it wasn't oh, true. Like, God. that was a specific tribe and a specific settlement that got along. They got along, what? but there's thousands of other tribes that were, like, who the fuck? That are non-existent now because of settlements. Fun. So, I think... That looking at that right there and like how watered down they make history should tell you what white privilege is right there. Like, I don't get the privilege, like my family did the ancestry thing, right? Uh-huh. I don't get the privilege of going back and seeing my true ancestry. My ancestry ends, it, it would, yeah, it ends would. in a plantation. I don't know exactly what part of Africa. Like, I have to guess. Like, I have people who, like, look at me and be like, ah, you might be... Because I've known that I'm from West Africa. That's as far as I could get. Some country in West Africa. I don't know which one it is. People say that it's probably Nigerian. That's what they said. But that's the best I can get is that my family's from West Africa. I don't get the luxury of going deep diving and seeing exactly where I'm from. And that sucks. Because, you know, I got a tattoo with Africa on it. And, like, it would be nice to get, like, a specific tribe if I knew where I was from or even a country. And I can't do that because I don't know. I don't know where I'm from. I don't know what to connect with. Because you want, you can't expect somebody to want to connect with slavery. Like, I don't want to connect with those roots. Like, as much as they're important to know and understand, like, I don't want to, you know, be no tattoo. Yeah, like, know what, know what plantation I'm really from. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I don't want to know about that. Like, as much as I respect my, and one thing about me is my dad's older. So my dad's 73, right? So I'm only one, two, three. My great grandmother was the daughter of a slave. That's how many generations I am out. So I'm not really that far out. My great grandmother was the daughter of a slave. She just was born, I think, right after slavery was abolished. Like maybe like 10 years after slavery was abolished. So I'm really not far out from slavery. And that's what people forget is it's not that long ago. Like this isn't something that happened like forever ago. That shit was like 150 years ago. That's what I'm saying. Like slavery was abolished in the 1800s, like mid-1800s. 1865. Yeah, 1865. So it hasn't been that long. It's only literally three generations out and... You're and looking of at course, this. there was all the other challenges. Like, it didn't end with slavery. Exactly, and that's it's still it's still an issue today. But like, the yeah, people don't want to talk about. It. They think it ended right when the Emancipation Proclamation was. People don't understand and about the Emancipation. Like, oh no, it ended in, like the Civil Rights Movement. It's no, like it's nah. still it's been fifty years. And, and even the Emancipation Proclamation. Let me ask you this: 
if you're a slave owner in the South at that time, are you going to sit there and tell your slaves that the Emancipation Proclamation just got passed? <laughs> like, you're not going to be like, hey, by the way, they go. just passed a law that says you guys are free. You can leave. Like, no. Because yeah, they'll all fucking leave. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. For a long time, for a period, like, they didn't tell them. And then think about it like this. You were a slave, right? Your grandmother was a slave. Your parents were slaves. Your great-grandmother was a slave. What do you do then? It's not like they were given programs to help them transition from slavery to regular life. life. That's what I'm saying. And it's not like you're still not being treated equal. So you end up in this place of not knowing what to do. And then you get overly policed and you come up with the Ku Klux Klan. And people don't see how all this just transitioned and developed over time. And you don't see that as an advantage. That all, all of that filters right back into privilege of like, Think about how much of a setback that was. Think about how many challenges you had to go through that. And think about how you don't you don't think those just you think they just woke up one day and those challenges ended. So I did want to touch on that. I appreciate both of y'all. These are my two best friends, so they know we've had this conversation. We've you know touched on this. So I'm lucky to have these guys who understand that. So now we're gonna move into a lighter subject. A subject that we you know argue about probably like once a month. Once a month, music. Uh, yeah, we probably get in yeah, like yeah. music debates once a month because Brian says blasphemous shit all the time, like blasphemous. What? You just said Jay Z was overrated. We'll get into that another time, <laughs> but um, yeah, we're not doing that. I don't understand that. But we will be talking about our top five albums of all time. I'm favorite let, ones. Yeah, favorite this, ones. Yeah, R. That's why I say R. Top five albums. You know, this definitive. Yeah, this isn't a definitive list. If you disagree, actually, you know what? This is my challenge this week for everybody. If you see this on YouTube, whatever platform it is, you can either DM one of YouTube. us uh, or put it in the comments. Give me your top five albums. Give me your favorites. Give me or tell us my tell me your opinion on our top five albums. Tell me what you would switch around, what you would change around, what you don't like. So I'm going to lead off with my top five. Right. So I'm going the Carter three by Lil Wayne. Everybody knows I love graduation. If you know me, you know, I love graduation by old Kanye West, you know. Regular, not, not the new one. yeah, regular Kanye West. <laughs> uh, number three, I'm going Four Hills Drive by J Cole. Everybody knows I feel about Cole. Uh, number four, they disagree with me on this. I love this album. I thought it was great. I thought it was like a culmination of his career. And I'm gonna go 444. That was 444 by Jay Z. <laughs> it was still amazing. And then number Amazingly five, short. Look, number five, short is sweet. Number five, I think if you don't have this in your top five. I don't really know because it's probably the best album to come out in the 2000s. Like the whole century? Yes. That's, that's a... Good what, Kid, Mad City? In the whole century. You meant the whole decade, right? Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we can, I, mean, I meant you, what you I said. Put it, I you meant, put it at number five. No, I just made a list. I didn't... That's not a... Well, you I said, told you, you it wasn't a one. You said one. him right now. Uh, I do not think 444 is better than Good Kid, Mad City. Stop okay. it. Well, did, stop, stop the cap. You should, anyway, let me go back to my list. See, I let him knock me off. My my final selection is Good Kid, Mad City. These are not in order for me. I don't. We didn't say put them in order. These are just the top five favorite albums of all time. So that's my list. What are yours? Me? Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if you guys remember this, but there was like an Instagram challenge going around. There was a bunch of challenges going around because oh, yeah. of like quarantine and all that shit. I don't think you could say the c word on YouTube. No, you can't. So nah, we'll we'll say the c word. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, there was this. It was a picture of like Bill Clinton. It was a meme. It was like, and then he was holding like a bunch of vinyls like mm-hmm. around him. He was like like creeping up with them on like a staircase. <laughs> 
and people would like there was like a whole website you can like put each of your ones yeah in. you can insert so yeah that kind of helped me out with this one so that one was four so i'll just add a fifth one i guess yeah so on that one i i have i had uh the blueprint by jay-z not, this is not a big Jay Z. I'm I'm a huge Jay Z. Yeah, I, I really Jay-Z, like three years right before right when 444 was coming out. That was the album that really like. Okay, I'm gonna sit down and like listen to every single album. Which one do I? So I feel like I'd have the best like knowledge about Jay Z. Yes, yeah, about like what what would be my favorite of his work. He the does. Blueprint. I think arguably is one of the greatest rap albums of the 21st century. Given it, that. It, I mean, it came out on 9/11. Unfortunately. Unfortunate fact there, like literally not September 11, 2001. Yeah, it, did. it dropped on. It's pretty, pretty crazy shit, and he's from Brooklyn and all that. Yeah, that was um, crazy. I, also, I had different Kanye West album. Also, what you got? I had about? I had late registration for mine. Okay, I, I really, really think because I mean college dropouts like all the, the he's just a better rapper at late registration. Time. Okay, I'll give it. And some. it's just he's just. He just it, the music was just better, but just wasn't as popular. See, but I feel like graduation was like the culmination, maybe of all maybe. that. That's just maybe, my maybe. They're all, I think they're graduation all great. has the the best beginning to an album I've ever heard in my life. Drunken Hot Girls at the beginning. All right. <laughs> Honestly, other, okay, other. but wait, wait, wait. I but Drunken Hot like But Drunken Hot Girls is not something you just can't get through. Drunk. Yeah. I can listen to Drunken. I can listen to you too. I can listen to Drunken Hot Girls. Okay, let, let, let me finish. Let, you finish let me finish though. Right, I, I had, I had also, I shared one with Colby. I had 2014 Forest Hills Drive on mine as well. I love J. Cole. J. Jermaine. Cole is, is, is very well liked in our friend group. He's yes, very well sir. received. Jermaine. I don't know what's happened over the last few years with people just, it's a trend to just not like J., like J. Cole. But he puts for people some to reason. Sleep. I don't know where did, that's where did that crazy. Start? Like you could say, Kendrick, do you think Kendrick Lamar's like entertaining? Like it's the <laughs> same shit. They're good rappers. They're lyrical. Yeah. They're, they're, you don't see anyone saying that about Kendrick Lamar. All right. Well, that being cool. said, I'm also going to put "Good Kid, Mad City" you have to. because you have to. Great album. I like Kendrick Lamar. I I like most of his most of his work. I mean, as most people do, he's mm. one of the greats. And then, yeah, I got to throw Drake in there. If you're reading this, it's too late. I forgot. Hey, tell him how many hours you listen to Drake in 2020. This year? Yeah. Nah, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> it was a. Uh, I'm gonna snitch on him. This man listened to 50 hours of Drake. 50 hour Drake. I, Drake's my favorite artist, man. He, 50 he's, hours? As an artist, man, he's like one you of the You know, I'm toxic. I have Future at number one in 16 hours. <laughs> yeah, so. All right, Brian's up. Let's do it. Well, I uh, Fly the way, I just want to say this. Brian bit my whole flow. No, Brian no, probably no, has. No, I don't know if words. Brian has Chill. any duplicates. Nah. Any, any original ones from this list, guys? I'm nah, sorry. I like. Okay, so. I'm gonna need 2014 four sales drive. Okay. I, I don't even feel like graduation. You like that album that much. Are you serious? Yeah, you tripping. You. Okay. <laughs> uh, graduation and what else? I just please excuse me for being antisocial. I'm oh, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. That's yeah. out of left field. Yeah. A Roddy Rich album? Yeah. yeah. Roddy Rich is I'm in the conversation. Like she that? likes Celine. She wants the Gucci. Hey man, like. you said us. For for each yeah. of us, our own opinion. Right, yeah. I love that. I have every song saved. Well, I have most songs. Saved yeah. Okay. Song well, I listen okay. to Force Hills Drive. Like Force, it's fucking. Yeah. Force Hills Drive just came out. Yeah. Not me. Graduation. Please excuse me for being antisocial. If you're reading this, it's too late. Best break album. And Good Kid, Mad City. Just. So he had one that wasn't. Honorable good. mentions yeah. for me would probably be like. The Carter Three. The Carter Three is so good. Uh, yeah, little, sure. little Wayne too, is, bro. I can't even explain that. There, first of all, let me say this: Drew loves Drake. There is no Drake without Lil Wayne. Yeah, I just uh, Drake. Like 
Drake's not a rapper anymore at this point. Drake's Drake an is an artist, and I think he's one of the he's one of the most like well decorated artists. I explained it to my mom. My mom awesome. asked me, "I love him. you know what? Like, what does he do? Like, really?" He's, I said, "He's Drake. He's Drake. <laughs> he does everything. Really, what doesn't Drake do? He, he does, does everything. There's no really way to put it other than he's Drake. He does Drake shit. I think Drake is gonna go down as a top three artist." Of all time, he's going down this route. He's not there yet. So I'm thinking this is how it's going to end up one day. You can't insult Drake by saying he's not in a a rap because he's not in a rapper list anymore. So you could put him wherever you want on a rapper list. That's only going to be part of Drake's career. Drake's whole career, he's in a conversation of best groups artists of all time. He's in a whole different league. I think he's. This is where I think he's going to end up. Now, hear me out here. I think he's going to end up in this conversation, right? Number one, Michael Jackson, right? Uh huh. Number two, Beyonce. Beyonce, okay. Number three, Drake. You think Beyonce is going to be top three artists like of all time? You have to understand, and this is where I think like, a lot of people forget. Worldwide, people like, Prince. Worldwide, though. Worldwide, Beyonce yeah, it's is got to be a, Mike. a superstar. Well, if you are, you just in count, counting like individual like acts, like not like groups. Even if you put in because I mean, there's like the Beatles and shit. Oh no, yeah, no, yeah. I don't. I don't think they're bigger than Beyonce anyway. I, I I disagree with that. But okay. you disagree? You think the Beatles are bigger than Beyonce? Dude, the Beatles. The, we weren't we weren't alive for the Beatles. I understand all, how big yeah. the Beatles were. I'm not taking anything away from the Beatles. Even but Queen. I think the only like re- the too. only reason I say that Beyonce is bigger is because we're in a social media age. We're in There's a lots more of digital age. Like you know, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's easier the to spread. Beehive. Your, that's why I think Beyonce. I think if you go to most countries and you know you know who Beyonce is, be like yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, and that's why I feel like they're genuinely bigger. And I feel like same thing with Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's just timeless. Michael, yeah, Michael Jackson's he'll, big. He'll hold that number one spot for forever. Day. Rest in peace, Michael Jackson. I man. think he'll hold that number one spot for forever. I don't think anybody I, will. He's the it. king. Yeah. yeah, so I think it's going to be Michael Jackson, Beyonce, Drake. Wow. I think so. And everybody knows how I feel about Chris Brown. Chris Brown never beats Rihanna. He's top five. Artist all time. All yes. Right, Yes, so Chris big, Brown never beats Beyonce. Chris Brown is a top five artist. Or I'm sorry, I Rihanna. Know he beat Beyonce bad, too. Rihanna. God damn. If Chris Brown never beats Rihanna, I'll never top forgive. five. I'll never forgive him for that. Dude. Yeah, nobody will nah. forgive him. That's why he's not top five. But mm, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> all right, we got to finish up. We already had 30 minutes. Damn, we kind of moving. I thought this is moving kind of quick. Yeah. But uh, this is my favorite topic, so I really want to leave time for it. It's DM. So okay. I, you know what I'm saying? I did my research. So all the guys out there. You know, I did my research. I talked to some girls. I figured out what they wanted. I'm going to give you the first. I'm going to give you. I need some. Yeah, let me help I my need, boy Drew out, too. Like, I'm going to give you the like, blueprint for not only the DMs, getting in the DMs. I'm going to give you the blueprint for getting that first date and what to do on that first date, right? Wow. So what I figured out from the girls, because, you know, there's plenty of ways to slide in the DMs. Yeah. You know, you could slide in with the, just to hit them with the, what's up, what's good, the, that. You could hit them with the liking the pictures before to see if they like them back after they follow you. You can hit them with the taking one of their pictures and replying to it. So here's what I've I've learned. We want to stay away from the the hey what's good what's up stay away that's yeah that like stay away from that that's just that's just like like so like you know okay so here's the thing about DMs is I learned this when I was back you know sliding in DMs this is what I learned you have to separate yourself if you come in like every other dude you're gonna get treated like every other dude and not get a response. So never come in with the hey, what's up? How you doing? You know what I'm saying? That's you're not gonna get a response. They also is also picky about girls is if you're gonna send them a picture of themselves, don't just hit them with a compliment. Say something that you liked about it, and say something that they can't control. So don't be like ah, like you have really pretty eyes. 
Like, do you know how many times she probably gets that DM or like, or don't, you know what I'm saying? Or like, ah, your ass looking fat. Like, that's never a dub. Like, you're never going to take a dub on that. What you can do is, this is a a good suggestion a girl gave me. She said, slide in and say something about the way I dress. Like, if I have some shoes on or something that, like, I spent time picking out. Because you know how long girls take to pick out outfits. They take pride in that. So slide in different and come in with, like, Hey, I really like the way you put them shoes with that shirt or something like that to separate yourself. Really? I swear. Really? Think you about have, it. Though. You have multiple. You have multiple uh, alibis. You have multiple. Yes, you have bro. multiple vouchers. Bro, for that. trust me on this. Really? Well, think wow. about it. Think about how long girls spend getting dressed. Like they really put time and thought into that. So I you, guess so. Yeah. So if you come and tell them and compliment that, you're not only complimenting how they look, but you're complimenting mm-hmm. like how they think and like the way their style is. So uh, now you compliment uh, on a different uh, level. <laughs> My boy. Uh, <laughs> I get it. Okay. I so number it. two, that's one thing that you gotta start doing if you're gonna send a picture of her. Like you mean just like reply to like their picture. Like if you reply like, you know, to their like picture. on Snapchat when you can like slide up. That yeah, you're, like, you're, you're technically s- sending them their yeah. Yeah, I, if okay. you're gonna do that then you need to come different. Because I'm not just ever sending a picture of like their so like, you, yeah. See I was bold, I used to do that. Um like just like oh my god. Like go weird. to their profile. And you just screenshot a picture. No, 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 no. That's what I mean. No. Yeah, you like messing <laughs> yeah, up under no. that picture. I know hey, what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I just saved a picture of you Gallery. Hey, that's going to send it to you. Definitely don't do that. That's weird, bro. Definitely don't do that. I know. I'm talking like the feature where you can send a picture. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to do that, too. Yes. Then compliment like the way they dress or something. Like like, like this. Like she just posted a picture, right? Yes. You're not going to comment under it, but you might send it to her. You're going to send it to her in the DMs. That's exactly. Or like on a story, you slide up and you respond and say, yes. I was like, bro, why are you going to be like, why do you, why do you have that shit? shit? Yeah. No, okay, so that's number one, right? So now you have to separate yourself in the DMs. That's the first thing you gotta and remember not to just compliment her like everybody else. Like she tired of getting compliments. That's all she do all day is say, huh, thanks. Kinda nice though. For us, because we don't get complimented. That's for guys. Nice. Guys love getting complimented. Girls are tired of it. They get complimented all day. They get objectified. You know what I'm saying? They know how to object. You gotta compliment them on their style or something. Right? Uh-huh. Number two. Once you do get in the DMs and you've established yourself, do whatever you can to make them talk about themselves. Don't be boring. Boring to girls. Now, boring to us might be like, if we start talking about something we're interested in, you know, that's not boring. Like, that's cool. To, they don't care. They don't, they don't care don't until care. they take it. Don't care. They genuinely do not care until they take an interest into us. Like, once they actually, like, like us, now they'll actually care what we, like, are doing and, like, what we like. But Maybe. But off, yeah, exactly. Maybe. But off tops, like, they don't care. So make them talk about something they like. Go to their page. Do some research. That's what I feel like has gotten away from getting that girl. You got to do your research. Put, if she plays softball, like a work you know, if she plays softball, she, you know what I'm saying? Come in there with some softball stuff. She she likes this. She likes softball. that. You got to do your research, bro. Look, you got to take some L's. Get some necessary research. If you don't like softball, you, you better gotta, act like you, you gotta like put up some like Cleveland Browns seasons. Yeah, right, like you gotta, you gotta. You gotta. Yeah. Oh yeah. And by the way, guys, if you slide in DMs, I will tell you this: you're gonna take some L's. You're gonna take some fat L's, and that's part of the learning experience. That's just part of what happens. Okay, now that we're in the DMs, we have any questions about getting into the DMs? I mean, no, that's pretty. Okay, it's straightforward. We're in the DMs. We got a reply, right? And now I told you, once you get a reply, make it about her. Let her talk about herself to you. Now it's time to get that date. Now, if you come with some random, never say, like, let me take you out. Like, let me do this. She's going to shoot you down. Come with the full plan already. Come with the date you're going to take her on. Like, oh, let's go do this, do this, and do this. 
Now she's got it in her head what you're going to take her to go do. And now she's going to be down. But if you just come really broad and no time, like... I was like, yeah, we should, like, hang out. We should, like, do something sometimes. What the fuck is that? (laughs) You're never going to land that. But if you come and be like, hey, what are you doing next week? Okay, what days are you free? Oh, you're free Tuesday? All right. We're going to go do this on Tuesday. Tell her. Don't ask her. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't ask her, hey, can we go do this? Be like, hey, let's go. We're going to go do this. Sometimes that can work. So, well, she's going to let you know if it doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> like um, right away. Man. Yeah. The fuck? But at least you, you won't be sitting there like thinking like, oh, not I'm, this is going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So you, you tell her and if she tells you, then you're, you're fine. And then from there, once you do get the date and you get on the date, this is the key to the date. You want to make sure that on the date you take her. Because, you know, I'm the movie day guy. You know, I used to do that first day i'm going to the movies well not anymore but yeah, yeah. but you know why you know i go to the movies because at the movies i only got to talk to you on the way there and on the way home yeah other than that i can just kind of get a feel for you and like kind of figure you out but i've been told they don't like that they don't like that because that's just those specific reasons you just mentioned <laughs> hey look sometimes you get like i said sometimes you're gonna have to take the L. so here's what they did like is take them somewhere where it's not only good for you where you have a bunch of stuff that you can talk about around you. So, like, one girl said, take her to the park so that you can walk around and talk and, like, get food and maybe. And while you're walking around, you seeing different stuff is going to give you things to talk about. So it keeps the conversation from getting boring because you're not just driving in a car. Mm-hmm. You're not just sitting somewhere. Like, you're actually walking around, like, engaging. And so you're going to see stuff that you're obviously going to talk about. So that's the blueprint for the dates. Is you want to take her somewhere? She wants to hear what you got to say, but she also wants to just talk, bro. I know Brian. I don't do any of that. Okay, Brian. <laughs> but Kobe's methods, like Brian. What's like, Brian? Nah. Come on. What's I, your, what's do, I mean, I just I literally could sit down anywhere, and if I really want to get to know you, which most of the time I do, when I want, when we go ah. out, I could. I could talk about millions of things, but Brian, with, with not no everybody built not like about, that. No, not about not about myself. I mean about well, her. Like I want to get to know her in in that way. Yeah, Brian, but not every guy is going to do like. Obviously, you're a social guy. You know, we're social guys. We could talk, but not every guy is social like that. You know, Drew's not the most social when it comes to. Oh fuck! No. <laughs> Drew needs some. Drew needs fuck some no. stuff around him that he can. Yeah, I need some like some things happening. Yeah, see, for me to be social. I like guess. he needs some things going on that yeah. he can he can jump off of from this to that to that, and also don't talk too much. That's my problem. I talk a lot. Like I just run my mouth, and then I don't even realize. No, but I'd be realizing. I'd be like. Oh, oh, I'm talking yeah. too much about that. <laughs> not even about me. I'm just talking too not much about, in yeah, general. Just, yeah, you just. Like, give them a chance to just talk, bro. They're going to talk. Girls, like, you don't realize. You might think this girl's really shy. Like, she's not shy, bro. She just can't. She's like, she's she's not, probably like, when is this man going to shut up? Yeah, she just hasn't opened up to you yet. But I promise I've never met a truly shy girl. Like, a girl that was like, once I got, like, started talking to her, like, she was really just shy. Like, that's never happened, bro. Like, they just like to talk. I've never seen, why do y'all like to talk so much? Good Lord. Well, I mean, if they like to talk to the person that did like Bro, they, they like to, to talk, talk to you, people. They just, talk. they just thank you, Drew. Talk. They talk. <laughs> Brian, you ain't so you telling me you never been in a situation with a girl, but you like, damn, she could talk. Certain people, yeah, but not, not everyone. Well, I mean, everyone. I put it like this: if you like someone, it's a lot easier to hear them talk. Like if you actually already know that you like them, it's so much easier to sit there and just listen to them talk. But if you like still on the fence, it's hard to sit there and listen to somebody talk for fifteen minutes straight. You know what I'm saying? Yes. See? That's what I'm telling you. And you have to. This is where you have to. Once you go on the first date, texting is going to be so much easier. 
Because of stuff to actually. Yo, that's like, what talk I, I try to get that. You have to you get the get first that. date out the way. Yeah. Once you get the first date out the way, texting is so much easier because they told you stuff on that first date that you can bring up on text. Stuff happened on that first date that they can, you can bring up on text. Like it just opens up everything. And you're know, probably I, gonna you be kind of like way. already know what the person like. Like you understand sarcasm now because you actually talk to them exactly. in real life. So you're exactly. like, oh, okay, he's being funny. Oh, he's being like, it's not. And with the Rona, with the oh, I'm not even. Talking. To say that, huh? nah, 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 I'm gonna have to bleep nah, that out. With COVID 19, I can't say COVID. With quarantine, <laughs> you're gonna, I'm gonna have to bleep this out for real. With quarantine, you're gonna have to FaceTime people sometimes. FaceTime is the new, you know, you're gonna have to rely on that sometimes. Yeah, face, I fucking hate FaceTime. Look, bro, you better get used to FaceTime. Yeah. You even gotta show your face. They don't show it half the time. So yeah, once awesome. you once you get on FaceTime, you can start talking to people. So that's the blueprint for the DMs. If you have any further questions, though, feel free to DM any of us, and we will get oh, you. We will get maybe, you. Maybe them. No, maybe we will get you an answer together as a group, as a unit. <laughs> we will get you an answer, yeah, yeah. and we will help you through whatever. You know what I'm saying? If you got a situation with a girl, she's not acting right. You struggling? Hey, hit the line. Talk to me. Talk to me nice. Hey, and wait. I almost forgot talk about you. You'll get different perspectives. I almost forgot to talk to you about the girls. Girls. Y'all gotta be more bold. Slide in some DMs. Yeah, let's. I'm tired of. <laughs> <laughs> hey man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing girls on Twitter complain about not getting hit up. If look, hit somebody up every once in a while. That's Say just it. the way it's always been. Like I know, That's but dang, it's like hard for that to do. I wouldn't fucking mind to be. See, things change. Your battery's low. I know. <laughs> but things change. Send a DM. Do what you have to do. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do what you have to do. My boy Drew is in support of that. (laughs) So send some DMs out. Do what you have to do. But with that being said, we're not saying that we're we're stopping. Like we're not gonna we're not gonna stop replying first. Just you know what I'm saying. Every once in a while, it'd be nice to get a DM. Not me, but you know, Drew. Hit my boy Drew up. (laughs) But all right, guys. With that being said, I appreciate y'all joining me for another and us for another episode of the Against the Grain podcast. Feel free to DM us, free for the same questions, free for to do whatever. I appreciate the support. Follow us on the socials. All our socials will be listed below. And again, the timestamps will be in the description. I repeat, the timestamps will be in the description. So if you want to skip over any part of this, feel free to do so. I appreciate y'all. We'll see y'all soon. Probably be back next week. Your boy's going to Vegas, so I'm going to have some stories for you. But all right, with that being said, I'll talk to y'all later. Peace.